Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of WGN Trash Talks. Woo! Probably recognize that from the end of his last one, but we got a returning guest. We got Jared again. And, uh, Hello. Great timing, honestly. Oh yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting stuff going on. Like we were, we were just talking about, you know, like oh yeah, maybe we'll do one this Wednesday or like you know middle of the week this week. But then after I woke up, I obviously had to. Like there wasn't an option anymore. There's people trying to climb into. Uh, Actually, shit, I haven't even, where, where are they right now? Oh, they're over at, uh, what, Congress? I didn't even see, I just saw a building and I just saw everyone angry. <laughs> didn't even have time to check. They're all over the Capitol. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure if they're at the White House, but they, they last I checked, they were in Congress with guns and had taken over the mic. Yeah, yeah, because I was I was picturing the White House this whole time, and as I'm saying it, I'm like, wait a minute, no, it was Congress. But it was yeah, it's, yeah, it's so hard to tell, like, we're, we're not going to really know what's going on until the dust is settled, yeah. just how it works. Yeah, they already, um... I think they have somewhat confirmed that the person who was shot wasn't um, a sender or something. Uh, like, it was... Um, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I think they confirmed that already. But, like, it, it's all breaking as we're speaking. They're sending the cops out right now. We're talking at about uh, 5 p.m. exactly on Wednesday. You know, East Coast. Well, for me, but... Right, yeah. that's where it's taking place. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Wow, I like what's this going to lead to? What do they think is this is going to change? Um, I'm I'm not even going to try to predict because uh, you know, all you can do is be hopeful that that this will lead to politicians having some accountability. Yeah, you'd hope. I just, I, I, I just right, but that's never that's never what happened. It yeah. always gets sabotaged. But you know, I think I think elected officials should should be you know afraid of the electorate. To some degree. Somewhat. They should at least be scared to lose their job, which it doesn't even seem like they're that scared. Right. No, because because, you know, as as we know, politicians are very much controlled by, you know, bribes and to some extent blackmail by, mm. you know, certain people. But regular people don't have any means to control them. So uh, really our only means is fear. Like if, if they think, oh, I can't. You know, I can't like uh, pass these laws that will fuck over all kinds of people because then they'll get mad and like you know come to my office and scream. Yeah, Th and that's one of our only right options. Now. Like they're freaking. Uh, they just got Nancy's house the other day. They ransacked Mitch McConnell's house. Now they're doing this. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's coming from all directions. It's, and it's it's not just it's not just like the side that lost or something. It's from everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I, I mean, from from what I've seen, it's. Uh, at least this event that's happening today. Oh, yeah, it's, today's. It's today's. I was right. just bringing up Nancy's saying, and you know what? I guess they're not really comparable, but I'm saying, like, um, those kind of things, like like the anti-type anti -type radical, mm -hmm. like, leftist types, um, like, they, you know, they've been doing small-scale things everywhere. Um, they got their close-enough guy in, so, like, they're a little less rowdy right now, but, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm not comparing. I'm not saying what's going on today. Is probably, there's probably no, there's probably, like, one lefty out there, and he's probably very confused. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the, I would hardly call Chaz small scale. That was that was pretty huge. Oh no, no, no that was big. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm saying as of recently, what's going on? Yeah. And, and as I say that again, um, is that still going on? I've heard murmurs that like Portland has theirs still. The autonomous zone. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on in Portland. I still see a, a few people outside in Capitol Hill when I go go down there, but uh, it's it's not any kind of. It's pretty much done. Yeah, so you were actually on the ground when that's going on, right? With Chaz, yeah, yeah. I was there like literally when the cops fleet uh, fleet flew. 
when they ran away. When they fled. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Because well, what what happened is like the the we kept everyone kept moving in on the cops until they were at the their the the police office, police headquarters for Capitol Hill, and then like we just surrounded that, and then they fucking abandoned the police office, and everyone just moved in. Yeah. They Except boarded up all the windows and all that, you know, and had a co- nice cup of coffee. Didn't cause any problems. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it was, a, it, it's exactly why I'm not uh, very hopeful as much as I'd like to be about what's happening now. It's like, everything looks like it's like really something's going to happen, but then, uh, you know, it just turns into a disaster. This doesn't look like anything's going to happen to me. I think, I think the majority of people, both sides think these are people are being ridiculous. Like, like what I was like, like Lori uh, was just talking to uh, my friend's mom. I was just discussing this with her, and uh, you know she's does she's never even like Trump at all, so she doesn't give a shit about these people. But I just happen to be talking to her, and um, I'm saying like, what 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 do they think is going to get accomplished? Because most people don't really think the election. Like, all right, I think most people acknowledge there was election fraud, but to the scale that like they're claiming, they look silly. Like I think they were saying, what was it? 5,000 dead people voted in Georgia and then on the hand recount, the guy's like, it was two. We found both of them. And he's a Republican. So, like, I don't know, man. It just, it doesn't, it seems like the people checking in on this stuff, it, it's either a both sides led coup against Trump or it's just fucking not. So, yeah. Do, if I they did that. election fraud, they're not going to leave like evidence. You know what I mean? But, that too, though. Yeah. For, I, I think the, the most likely result of what is happening right now will be they're going to take some of our rights away to make sure this doesn't happen anymore. Oh that that God. seems like the most clear thing that's going to happen. Yeah. And then these people are going to be like justified in, in this level. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying this reflects poorly on, on the part. It's going to probably destroy the party, which I have no attachment to. I wanted to end the duopoly. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it would come from one of the parties crumbling under stupidity. Like, why the fuck did oh, really? that have to be the... I mean, I guess it was a likely outcome, but you know, <laughs> but uh, I'm saying, like, I thought they'd both kind of wither away at the same rate. I, di- I really... I guess that was more hopeful. That was wishful thinking. Of course, one of them was going to overtake the other eventually, but yeah, it just kind of sucks that this is the way this one's going. Like, and it kind of doesn't really suck for me either because the majority of those people who've lost faith in that, if they have like any kind of principles and like go and look into stuff and are outraged by this, are probably going to find them way, their way into libertarianism, hopefully. That would be a nice mm-hmm. arc for those people. I'd like them to start building up this party. And then maybe though these two parties are weaker and, you know, they can't, that's going to be the other side of the Republicans, the Republicans who constantly blame the people who fled over to the Libertarian Party that we destroyed that party even though they destroyed it themselves yeah. and got people to abandon it. But um, I don't know, man. It, it, it seems like the Democrats are just going to own the game now, you know? Um, I, I, well, I mean, that, that could possibly happen, but I also see Democrats as just being on the edge of destruction as well. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I feel like they've, they kept it. Like It seemed like the right was keeping it together better until this happened to the right. And now yeah. the right is just like, uh, there's some crazy people who think they were cheated, and then there's me who, like, not me, but a Republican who doesn't think that that was how bad it was. Like, I mean, like, you know, because like the cons- they call them like conservative ink types or whatever, but like the Ben Shapiro's, the fucking Andrew Clavens and mm-hmm. stuff, they have been like, like, and you know, you see the Mitch McConnell's and the fucking um, the uh, what's his uh, 
was a Newt Gingrich or whatever. Like those guys are already mm. hamming it up with the other side. Like they're already like, yeah, it's over. You guys won. We're gonna, you know, get to working with you and like pulling the same shady deals as always. Trump's gone. Like they, they've completely abandoned him. I mean, even like the, the uh, average Trump viewer feels Fox News has abandoned them. Like the right wing has. They threw out the Trump party. No one's like willing to defend him at this point, and they look like a bunch yeah. of crazies. But that's a huge percentage of the party. <sighs> I don't know. I, th- I think it gets changed faster with the Democrats. It seems like they can hold it together a little, is what I'm saying. I think like while they have major disagreements, I think the progressive wing thinks they have a little bit more of a thumb on their party than the Trump people have on the actual Republican establishment. You know? Hmm. Do you think? Um, so? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I guess that's true in term because there's, you know, the squad and stuff like that. And there there is like a actual small but but existent uh, progressive wing of the Democratic Party whereas Trump Trump wing is just Trump and Trump's gone. Exactly. Yeah. And and oh well, you got the um you got those 11 guys, the four that just got elected in off the Trump train. That's now the little Trump wing. Like that did become a percentage oh. of their of the Senate. Like, uh, basically, Ted Cruz is their leader. He's going to try to get them all to back him. And hope, and he thinks he's probably going to be the next face of the Republican Party in 2024. And I don't think he's far off, but I, I really hope he is because that butterball is the least impressive thing I've ever seen in my life. So there's more votes for the Libertarians again. I, I see. I, I don't think that that will work because the, the, the difference between the Trump wing and the progressive wing is the Trump wing is just based on Trump. It's based on his charisma and yeah. his like his likability to a lot of people. I know he's, he's not likable to a lot of people, but you know, people voted for him because he just went in and he said, fuck this shit. Every, all all this shit is like corrupt and garbage and it needs to change. And like, so exactly. I'm I'm sorry. I think, I think you're missing what I'm saying with, with, with Cruz. I'm saying, I'm saying Cruz is riding off that he's attempting to be that guy, but you're correct. He is not that guy. And that's why I think he'll fail. Yeah. He's trying to be Trump. Like he's got some new sunglasses on. He keeps wearing everywhere. I don't know what that's about. He's trying to be a cool guy now. He's fucking grew out that beard and shit. And he keeps, he's trying to say the things Trump says, and he's trying to take on his mannerisms and all of that, but he's not Trump at the end of the day. So I think it's going to be a complete failure, but I think that is what they're going to try to do. It's just not going to work. Right. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. Oh, man. So so y- you would say uh, we actually didn't discuss this beforehand when we were briefly discussing what's happening. So you you generally feel negatively about the whole thing that's happening right now. I think it is with, with you know, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say because sure, I really sure. have next to, like, I don't really know what the Republican Party stands for at all. And I used to think that they slightly represented me better just by you know tending to you move their mouth and say capitalism a little louder but like they really don't represent anything i believe in so i i don't feel bad about them dissolving at all but i am kind of upset like at the people i'm like you know i used to think some of those ideas are cool and you're making the people who like represent those ideas at least semi-decently you're making them look like fucking idiots and now it's like we're gonna end up throwing out the baby with the fucking whatever that thing is the we're throwing everything out at the same time. Bath I forgot how that phrase goes. Yeah. Maybe with the bathwater. Thank you. We're throwing out all our eggs into one basket. Yeah. And two birds in the bush. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, seriously, I think they've just completely, like, dissolved that party in a matter of years. While it seemed like suddenly they happened to be a unified force. Like, everyone got behind Trump in the beginning. But the second Trump was gone, they didn't represent anything anymore. And everyone just mm-hmm. scattered to the winds. Yeah. I, I, I guess the, the way I think about it is, like... um 
obviously I've never been in jail, but I've seen movies and stuff about it. And generally from what I can gather from uh, fiction about it is the crazier you act and more unpredictable you act, the more people will respect you in that context. So to me, for people to be acting like they're complete lunatics is much more effective at, at influencing politicians than people just, you know, having like a rally with pussy hats, well-organized, like uh, being civil and stuff like that. So I I think it's overall uh, like a, obviously it's a fucking, everyone's stupid and it's a mess, but I think overall it's, it's the direction we should be going in. And it makes me very slightly hopeful. It's really, I I really love your takes, man. It's never what I think it's going to (laughs) be. Uh, no, but you know what? It makes sense. It, like the thing is, I'm always like, it feels like it's out of left field, and then you, I'm just like, nope, that's that's consistent. That's consistent. Um, yeah. Um, fuck, man. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I I guess it's I guess it feels like it it might not be that progress for me because, well, then all you're gonna get is you're gonna get the uh, the Democratic wing attempting to keep those things, and then just keeps catering to the far left uh, of. Uh, you know, like the people spray paint and leave pigs at her house and stuff. They're going to keep like slowly catering to those people. And it feels like you guys might get a little like, or not you guys, but like radical progressives or whatever. They might get a little more uh, out of whatever they want. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I see the Trump people just fucking getting a, a warrant like in the next two days and then fucking busting their door down and finding like a copy of Mein Kampf and saying they were like starting a militia or something. Like half these people are going to get arrested. It feels like. See, for me, it's, it's, I can understand what you're saying, but to me, the more power the Democratic Party has, the less they will have to cater to the progressive wing. Because, but then they're the only people, though. I'm saying, doesn't that focus the anger? uh, What do you focus the anger at? I'm saying, like, no, no, no. Like, if if the Republican Party becomes like nonsense, and say the Democratic Party starts Mm -hmm. running away with it, how many cycles does it take before it's literally like all the people against the Democratic Party? You know. Like I'm saying with the progressive screaming from one angle and then everything left of center fucking screaming at him. Like, I don't know. That that sounds like a good outcome to me. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like we're going to speed things up, get to the point quicker. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm loving, I'm counting all the fucking dumbass things. Like people fucking throwing bottles with don't tread on me flags. I'm like, isn't that a contradiction? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know the 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 non-aggression principle. Like, what's really behind it? But like, uh, basically, th- doesn't I, it, doesn't it think, allow for fighting back? Uh, yeah, it allows for fighting back. My thing is, like, I'm saying with me not believing the election fraud was as widespread as it was, and that these people mm-hmm. are making like ridiculous. This isn't the time to do it, and they're being the aggressors. Like, they're doing the right thing if they believe what they believe, and they definitely believe what they believe, so they think they're doing the right thing, or from an outside point of view, they're doing the wrong thing. Like, if I just shot my neighbor, and I claimed self-defense, but I was on his property, and he wasn't talking to me, like, that's, you know, like, even if I believed it, it doesn't make it fucking an actual version of it, so. If if yeah. your if your neighbor was somehow doing things that to worsen your quality of life for decades, and yes. then you shot him. I don't think he would be the aggressor. No, 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 no. That and that that would be totally like that would be fine under the non-aggression principle right. too. He's That's aggressing not what it against looks like. you. 
but uh, but I yeah I don't I don't think that's what it is. I think there's always been election fraud, and that there was probably like somebody said to me, "Oh, you don't think there was more election fraud than ever?" I go, "More people voted than ever. Of course, there was more election fraud than ever. I don't think it was enough to overturn this election." When they went back and audited these things, many Republicans that were in charge of auditing these things have not agreed with Trump's results. I mean, did you hear that audio of him talking to? Um, I think it was Secretary. Wait, what is it? No, it was. Uh, I forget the position. I don't know. He was talking to the the Senate. Um. I think the incumbent senator that just got voted out in Georgia, I think it was a discussion with him. But, uh, yeah, it, like, he just sounds ridiculous in there. Like, he's just asking him to find votes that don't exist. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the polling prior to the election was nothing like what happened with Clinton. And Clinton, Trump surged at the last moment. Uh, but against Biden, Trump's, Trump was pretty clearly – oh, I'm echoing on, on, your, on your end, and it's jamming my speech. Um. Shoot, I'm not sure. Maybe I back up a little. I'm not. I don't know. It uh, it sounds clear as day on my recording. It doesn't look like there's anything going on. Uh, let me test. Yeah, I'm hearing my own voice. <laughs> Shit, I don't know how that happened. Um, one sec. We're gonna pause and try to fix this. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. We had a uh, hardware related echo. Everything's fixed now. Nice and clear. I unplugged it and plugged it in again. And then, I uh, fixed it. It just took us a while to get back here because uh, we should have been recording. We just kept the conversation going too long. Anyway, you, you don't know that. It seemed like one second to you. So where were we? I, I should have probably listened back. We just were <sighs> riots in D.C., craziness, what kind of people are doing. Oh, um, so you heard, have you heard the option about Trump not leaving with uh, using the Insurrection Act? Insurrection Act? No, I never heard of that. Um, yeah, because they're literally already on CNN. They're calling this the insurrection, like the people that are there right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, essentially with the like insurrection. Act, hardly that. But. Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but but the theory is the theory behind it is that. All right. So you, did you hear about that huge hack that happened like a few weeks ago? Um, maybe. What what was it a hack of? Uh, basically, they just they just were able to prove that uh, Russia and China have had a backdoors to almost all of our systems like top to bottom some people are claiming it's I an excuse for yeah some yeah it's it's everything like every department yeah they probably weren't bragging about it too long it came out like it was like one news cycle and that's how you know they don't really want to talk about it but um and not even i like literally only heard one report on it and i've seen like nothing yeah, online nothing. yeah it's insane and i follow stuff pretty closely but yeah, no, there was a massive hack. Basically, China and Russia have been in our back door for like the entire time. Like they've always had an option to just pop in. And uh, fucking uh, that some people are saying he's going to use the Insurrection Act to claim. But th the issue is most people haven't heard of this. So it's going to be crazy to just mm -hmm. do it tomorrow, you know. But there was this massive hack. They're saying this could have affected everything, even our voter system. So we need to figure out how things go before Trump can leave office because the... Um, the next administration isn't going to take it as seriously and could themselves be compromised. So he can't leave office to, mm. because he needs to, um, you know, make sure justice or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's, that's the small rumor. I, I still am saying he's not going to do it as like, he continues to dog whistle and get people to do shit like this. But I'm like, there's no fucking way he's going to actually like not leave. I, I think it, uh, it wouldn't be as unexpected as, as it seems because he has been accusing, Hold on, my fucking mic. He has been accusing uh, Biden of being controlled by China for a long time now. I mean, do you not think he is though? Biden. But, so, so it depends on how. I don't think Biden is unusually controlled by China. I think uh, <laughs> just just the average amount of controlled by China. I love it. All right, exactly. <laughs> 
No, I get what you is mean, less though, controlled sorry. by China than, say, Hollywood is controlled by China. Okay. Yeah. Did you? Sorry, you Mike? Yeah, it's it's echoing again. And I... Sorry, just just I'm, real quick. I'm plugging it, but it's. Plug it. it seems like it only wants to affect you when you're talking, specifically about China. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's good now. No. Should I pause? All right. Pausing. Might be back. Technical. Sorry. This is an important conversation. We just got to get this hardware well, right. I'm, it's good now. Good? Okay. All right. We're already good. All right. Whatever. <laughs> they can deal with it. They know this is... Uh, you can edit it. Yeah. Oh, I could, but... Uh, yep. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's get back into it. Sorry. Um, no, I think... I think we're like, we're like a Fallout kind of podcast. Like, the bugs are what makes us charming. And also... <laughs> oh, yeah. My house is loaded with bugs. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, so Trump not leaving China, uh, Biden semi-bought by China. So China, China, China. All right. So yeah, why is Biden, Biden semi-bought oh, by China? Oh, you talking about China. So, uh, yeah, 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 I do want to get back into China too, because they haven't had exactly the best, uh, the best week. You, you hear about the, uh, I want to get back into the Biden thing after, but we'll go into this now. Um, did you hear about the, uh, so they've been talking about the camps for a while. Did you hear BuzzFeed kind of like broke on the story on how bad they were? Uh, there's been stories, quote unquote, broken on that for a long time. But, but a lot of them have been more rumors and like speculation, almost to the level of like Trump voters on the election where they're like, why is that box moving? Like, I mean, obviously they did like the train one was pretty bad when they were loading people into the train and stuff. And it, like, you know, they got hoods on people and stuff. But I mean, we like you were saying, we transport prisoners everywhere. The hoods is what makes it look like kind of excessive because knowing what a lot of like they didn't have. Oh, like fucking hundreds of thousands of terrorists in their midst. They had a lot of people of Muslim faith that were, I mean, you know, being accused of being family members of these people who might have had more extreme ideas. Like, you know how they say we build up in the Middle East, uh, we build up these terrorist groups because there's like one terrorist out there, right? There's this one radical dude who's just typing on his computer and he's all pissed off and stuff. And then they go drop a fucking drone on him and you kill two of his neighbors and then his neighbor's fucking family becomes radicals, you know? Like, so were they, were they, um, are they imprisoning like women and elderly people or, or just like, uh, a... it seems to be more of the men. I'll say that, but it does seem like they, uh, I don't think they've gotten no women. Oh, they definitely are getting women. Actually. I can think of one right now, uh, specifically, but, um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing, they're doing people of different ages and sex. I think it's focused on what you're talking about. I get where you're going with it. You're saying these are young men within the age of radicalization that they're trying to beat this the hell out of. I, I see your point of view. I I think it's uh, the most heavy-handed and kind of, you know, horrible action to take to get this to happen because I think, like, in this country, we got people doing that right now, and you're, you know, you're saying it's a good thing. So if these people are feeling they're mistreated yeah. in their government, it doesn't seem like they have the option in their government to do any kind of protest. Well, I, I haven't, I, I'm not, I'm reading the article right now, but I haven't heard of the most recent development, so I'm not ready to claim that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, I, it, I, I, I in no way like think China is infallible or that everything they do is good. There's, yeah. they're, they're an authoritarian state. I don't like that. I don't think people should be mass arrested or, or anything like that, but just... But with them being, like you say, one of the best versions of the system you could create, it seems like a lot of the time to enforce some of these policies, they need so much top-down control, it's inevitable that they'll become that. Like, say China took over the world. Just 
you know, in the fashion that they're already doing it. Uh, and they just continued this hundred year plan and, uh, you know, really uh, became the leaders of the global empire. Do you think they'd reduce like the amount of uh, like, do you think they'd increase freedoms at the end now that they were like, you know, the standard power and they didn't have, like you were saying last episode, they're not up against the uh, rest of the world's capitalistic sure. ideas, always trying to tear them down as the underdog of like your, your political strategies world. Uh, they, um, you think they'd ever like reel it back or would they just not be this like totalitarian, not totalitarian, uh, authoritarian regime? Sure. So if China became, you know, the global hegemon, um, you know, became like what the U.S. is today, um, I don't think they would be trying to govern other countries. China has always just cared about China. They, they, they generally don't give a shit about what other countries' political systems are. They, they just want to have like trade and, you know, stuff like that and not be controlled themselves. So would China itself become less authoritarian? Um, I would, I would honestly imagine, no, they wouldn't just cause they're China. And that's usually just how, that's just how China is. But with but, the trajectory of them, like starting to seem like they're going to own the world, they seem like they're doing the best in the long run. Don't you think it would probably be good to start already rallying against this level of authoritarianism while supporting the i like the good parts like in the same way that i would like to see um you know some more capitalist policies take place in this country i think these people who would probably say that that's what they think are being ridiculous and i i, I think they're making a fool out of me at, over at the white house right now don't you think you would kind of want to get out ahead of it and say that's not at all what i mean that's nothing like what i want and like that needs to be quelled i guess let me answer this by saying you 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 like to play devil's advocate at times, right? Often. So everyone, everyone in 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 my like my sphere sphere of the internet that that talks about politics is against China. Every single one. Okay. Me rallying against China would make no, no difference, yeah. difference because everyone's already against it. All the mainstream is against it. So. I, I'm not like you just don't again. Have, I don't think they're yeah. infallible, but I, I I just want to like have a like provide in a point of view that that at least makes people think about it in in an, in another light. I understand that, and that's exactly why we're having these conversations. It's to like reanalyze these things because I'm affected by a lot of what goes on around me, and you. Um, you know, you, you, you tend to go against the grain and you try to find out um, other points of view and, uh, you know, just try to t just just try to realize how much in this country your information is, um, you know, skewed. So, yeah, you, you go out of your way to find out if there's any other answers out there. And I, I think it's respectable. Um, but, yeah, I, I just uh, for me, I just, I I have no attachment. The second things go bad, I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about because I feel like it looks like a stain on me. And I, I get it. You're like, everybody else who says the things I say don't say this, so why should I add into it? Uh, for me, adding into it is just like a, it seems like a point of consistency for me. I'm not really out here pushing for a political ideology, really. Like, I lean a little more libertarian, but that's a name that was given to me. I have my views and uh, I'm fighting for those. I'm fighting for things that I think would bring more prosperity to humanity over time. And uh, 
anytime it, like and I also see it as a losing battle so I have no problem calling everyone out. you know what this it's, it's kind of funny it, it sounds like you're, you're doing the opposite thing of what goes on in the libertarian party which in the libertarian party is we eat ourselves alive and get nowhere we're like you're wrong you're wrong you're not a real libertarian you're not doing it right and get nowhere at all I I think it, it kind of relates to what we were talking for uh, talking about on the on the last podcast it's like a individual versus collective political mindset mm-hmm. whereas you like yeah as, as you said like a lot of the times people who just like give up on things quick leads to you know their movement getting nowhere and and like i like basically if, if i'm a socialist and china is the major socialist country now so ultimately at the bottom at the bottom line i support them um still totally able to criticize them but i'm not gonna that that's like uh you, just, you can't like give up on your your entire hope for for like socialism. Yeah, just because someone's doing it wrong doesn't mean that there's not a correct way to do it. Like, I mean, I'm up against that with like a lot of the capitalist arguments. Like when Pete was saying in the last episode, he goes, "So you think the solution to that is more capitalism?" And I'm like, "Yes, because any bastardized form of capitalism is not capitalism and it's going to lead to the wrong thing." So I think if we literally make it like as fair and open as possible, that's going to lead to the correct outcomes. But if you tweak it at all, like like it's like. Like, you think the soccer game is going to get played fair if we give one player a fucking like metal gauntlet and he's allowed to punch everyone else in the face? It's like, no. Well, then it's not going to work. Yeah, we need it all fair. And like, that's the thing is you're like, so you think taking a, a couple more of the gauntlets off the field is going to make things fair? I'm like, yeah, actually, it's going to suck when it comes down to one guy having it if we like reduce it that much and it has one guy has the power. But realistically, if everybody had the even playing field that I'm discussing, like, it, 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 I do think it would solve things quicker, you know, but it, it always seems like somebody has the advantage like this is often more brought up on the left side that there's historical advantages to progress like you really don't like you, it's not a playing field like you were saying you think it's a better time than ever to attempt socialism and for the same reasons I think it's a better time than ever to attempt true capitalism, but you kind of can't take away from the fact that like somebody's always going to show up to the table just maybe three inches taller than the other guy like that's his advantage, you know. And so, like, true, like, making it an even playing field seems like it's always going to get skewed in some time. But I think the constant churn of a pure capitalist system would lead to less people being in charge for a lengthy amount of time. I, I re- I'm really wondering, how would you achieve an even playing field exactly? I, you know what? That's the thing is, like I said, it's always a losing battle. Like, I have to describe something that's never existed and probably never will. So it's, like, hard to say what would I achieve. Like, I'm always describing some, you know, future utopia. But um, in ways to get there, the best I could see is just practicing it on a small scale. Things like the Free State Project in New Hampshire. There's a lot of people who are trying to move there and just get one state that votes libertarian for once, you know, just show. And then by example, show people like, hey, look, when we've increased freedoms in this country, we brought down crime rates. We reduced poverty. We did like these things like when they can see like measurable scale, like in the same way, like how you point to China of like bringing more people out of poverty than like any other country. I think those type of things of like leading by example with that and showing people what you can do is the best thing for your system. You know, so like I don't want to change everyone like you're like, how are you going to bring this change? I want to cut out a little piece of the country and just be like, hey, don't tread on us, yo. Uh, We're going to try this shit. And um, if we end up looking like the best system, well, come try it. That's it. Yeah. So so like as a socialist, what what you're so the Marxist critique of capitalism is like that all this immense concentration of power and, you know, oppressive stuff that is just baked into capitalism. It's not 
it's not you can't like have it without it it's an essential feature but like so that is my issue with capitalism it's not i don't i don't really have any problem with like free trade or markets or anything like that that stuff is often good It, it helps people uh a lot and improves quality of life so like basically my ideology doesn't think what you're saying is is possible or realistic but if if it were like if if you were right and it was possible to have you know capitalism on an even playing field then uh i i think i would support that as well i think it needs to be attempted on a small scale just like any of these things i think i i, I kind of get what you're saying like it's like it's it's in the same it's it's the same exact ballpark that people throw at you. Like, look at what happened to Venezuela. Anytime you centralize power, that's gonna happen. That's always gonna happen. Every single time you'll get that same outcome. And Venezuela yeah. didn't centralize power enough. That was the problem. Same thing with me and my capitalists. I see like we agree from polar opposites and I love it. But yeah, it's it's always like, well, that wasn't real cap. Like I finally have reached that that capitalist guy. That wasn't real capitalism, buddy. Um, but like I, I I'm saying cartoonishly. I'm not actually saying that that's gonna happen every time. I'm saying that's what people say about socialism. Like that's the cartoonish like critique of it, is that it fails every time in the same exact way, but centralized power does have those issues. And I just I guess it's funny, like they like it's like they fear two different kinds of things or something because you like from your side you think a centralized government's the only thing that's going to stop these damn capitalists from achieving this stranglehold of power and you need to talk about what the, the not not necessarily the only thing just the only thing with many historical precedents yeah. proof of working yeah and it, it definitely has that on its side it can definitely disrupt capitalism i'll say that but mm-hmm. i'm coming from the side of that's the worst thing you could do i think most progress has gotten done under capitalist societies and there, there has been some negative consequences of those gains but i there's also been some extremely positive ones like i mean no, yeah. like i mean you got to somewhat attribute it to capitalism of the amount of um like the lack of starvation that's in the world now, like we've been reducing, um, you know, disease, we've been reducing hunger, we've been reducing uh, just the general level of poverty. Like it seems through capitalist systems, even though there is a, a bigger spread of, um, did that Discord thing just come through? I swear to God, am I gonna have to mute that? That's gonna be really- Yeah, annoying. I heard it. Oh my God, Trent's Discord's going off. Go check out Little Shoes. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, but- Little Shoes for my little feet. Yeah, now he's starting a podcast himself tonight. It's no shoes on the couch. Go check it out. 8 p.m. tonight. This won't be out in time. Sorry. Um, fucking, what was I saying? That totally threw me out. Oh, uh, yeah, so like people people are, fuck, what was I saying? The, how capitalism has been good because it's like increased quality of life. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, increased, yeah it increases overall like quality of life. So I'm saying like even when you have, it seems like in a capitalist system, there is a hierarchy of some people have way excessively more than other people but if you look at it compared to countries that are actively focused on everybody having the same thing the poor people in those countries tend to stay poor longer like you get a better standard of living from the bottom up even though the guy at the top is moving way faster than you you're still outpacing the rest of the world it feels like okay let me respond to that uh so two two things basically most of the people who uh, who are starving still today because there are some overall yes i agree capitalism has reduced poverty and increased quality of life by an exponential amount in certain countries but people who are still starving are starving in capitalist countries 
Whereas China, which was as poor as Africa throughout the 20th century, um, has, you know, drastically reduced poverty on a, at, to a much, uh, to much wider extent than, than capitalism has, uh, capital for, so, but you know, there are what almost 2 billion people like living on less than $2 a day, that kind of stuff that China has, has been the one that's, that's reduced that from, from what it is on a global scale. It's the Chinese people that have been lifted out of poverty mostly. Um, but unless that you're, if you look further, though? right. Just what? like, isn't that mostly them reducing China's poverty itself? Yes. Because they're China's just such poverty. a large population. All right. Just trying to be clear. Keep going. Um, what was I? Oh, shit. Sorry, dude. I'm fucking bad about that. Uh, um, you were saying they've reduced the poverty of their own people. Uh, right. More right. Than any so, other so, so most of the global poverty reduction, extreme poverty reduction has come from China. Uh, the other thing you were saying is what? What was the other advantage of capitalism you were talking about? Just overall prosper, uh, prosperity. I'm saying that it seems like... Oh. Yeah, just overall prosperity yeah, you, seems... To, you were so. saying in, in socialist countries, they, they they try to make everyone equal, and but people end up poor for longer. So On a wider scale, poor, specifically. Like right, the middle right. class tends to be of a lower income than yeah. how fast our middle class seems to like, or not ours, but a capitalist or a more capitalist-leaning society. There is no capitalist society. Anyway, sorry, keep going. So... So uh, what what you would call poor in a socialist country, like let's say the poor in Cuba, people who just don't make that much because people don't make that much in Cuba, they still have complete access to education, to healthcare. Uh, no one's homeless. No one's like, uh, no one's struggling to survive, and they, they all like are given opportunities to like better themselves. Can just the poorest person in Cuba would still be able to like go to college and become a doctor. No problem. Um, whereas if you, you know, go a few miles back to the continent of South America, the poor people there are just utterly fucked. They have none of that stuff. So poverty in a socialist country that absolutely exists, but you're not starving to death. You're not hopeless in a socialist country they, they just make sure there's like a minimum standard of living that is livable and you're describing right now cuba uh but with china specifically um i just kind of find it hard to believe that they don't have homeless people of some sort and 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 that more so with the way that their country pushes forward image style like that nationalism pete was talking about it seems like they ignore things like when you ask about this mistreatment of the uyghur muslims often you'll hear people like directly in interviews call them bad chinese like there's like this group mindset that they are just they're just doing it wrong. So I, I would expect that like an actual person who's not living up to that representation of China and like like living like in and out of the poorhouse all day, uh, trying to be an alcoholic, like uh, did they send them to rehab? Like what do they do with a person like that? Because from the culture, it seems like they would shame that person out of existence. Because like they'll call you out on just like, like I was watching this girl. She was um she had moved through a bunch of Asian countries. It was like this TikTok going around and she was saying like anyone she's tried to like, she's tried to date people while she's been moving around for work and like every single person, like she's a tiny girl and they're like, you know, like uh, you'd feel way better if you were less fat. Like they're very like open with like that kind of like shame culture, you know, like, Oh, but, China. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I'm totally. saying I couldn't picture um, them looking at a guy in the gutter, not being like, you're bad Chinese. Like, you, you, like this is the one thing we feel bad about. Like, well, Oh, it's not your fault. Like, cause they seem to judge people for, they seem more judgmental than us in certain aspects, mm -hmm. you know. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I mean that—that's—that's that's a cultural thing, not necessarily a, 
Why wouldn't that translate like, over to their poor if they're not performing well? I'm saying I just couldn't picture yeah, them so, just being like, oh, you, you're a special case. We'll help you. Um, I mean, I, I will say, you know, China, when it when it uh, introduced market reforms, it dropped a lot of the, you know, welfare stuff that that comes with like pure state socialism that like I talked about in Cuba, they, they healthcare isn't free. It's still a lot cheaper here. Like, you know, they don't automatically give you housing. Uh most of the time uh That's but fair, china also has uh poured trillions of dollars into anti-poverty measures they have vowed to eradicate poverty completely rural poverty everything mm -hmm. it's not you know it it's not like they have done it but there's no no doubt that they're trying they are um, trying, but is, is throwing money at the fire always the best option, too? Because I have an issue with that. It can look like you're throwing more dollars, but if it doesn't really lead to the outcomes you're seeking, does it like help in the long run? That's exactly a problem they've run into. They Because that's why, for example, uh, in rural areas, instead of just dumping money into into rural areas, they've just started giving them cows for free if they want them. Because with a cow, if you're like a poor rural farmer, if you get a cow and you take care of the cow, then you, you increase your, your income by, you know, by a little bit, but it's like uh, teaching a man to fish instead of feeding him fish. It's, yeah, that it's, sounds way better to me, dude. I wish we were giving like homeless people cows. <laughs> yeah. They, they, I, I would totally like, you can't just fix poverty by throwing money. I totally agree with that. Yeah. But I do also picture though, like I picture plenty of capitalist solutions going on, like how much more room there was for, um, you know, just like migrant work and stuff like uh, under certain, and I'm not saying like, like, um, Nash, well, I mean, even in a pure, purely, truly capitalist society, I mean, we're not playing with borders either, man. Like work is work, bro. Come on in, you know, like there's just like, there's just a settled agreed upon area where we're going to shoot you if you act up too much. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. It's fucking, and I, by act up too much, I mean like really fucking push a motherfucker. Cause our first fucking objective in this utopia would just be to get you the fuck out and say, sorry, just. No, go go try another country or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't I don't quite understand what you're saying. What, migrant workers. Well, what is it? I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of was making a pretty vague point there, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I'm saying like there's, there's just um, I don't know. I jumped around a lot there. I don't even really know what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest there. <laughs> kind of lost my my own train of thought. But um, I I'm saying uh, what were we talking about before? You talking about the workers and oh them them bringing those opportunities. I feel like there's still like that's a cool government solution, but more often than not, like China's first engagement was just whipping money at the fire. And I Absolutely. I view that to often be the issue though is government's first solution is to just pitch money at a thing instead of actually thinking it out. And I think the more creative solutions that lead to the prosperity people find in their lives, like I think a capitalist guy would have thought of that way sooner. Like come on down here, we'll give you a cow. And freaking um, a little plot of land and you're going to work in my factory town that I just built in the middle of Montana because it's we just got Wi-Fi shipped to us from fucking Elon Musk satellites. And now we can fucking open up a large territory here that is basically wasteland of just like open grasslands, you know, and make like an actual like industrial area with people settling here to work, like building like steel mill towns of the future, you know, whether they be... Um, LCD TV companies or something, but like building out in an area that isn't really developed and bringing people out there. Like this country's super unsettled still. Like there's so much open land and we're not mm -hmm. using it properly. And China particularly isn't either. Like you see how much land there is in China. Like you're talking about the farmlands and all these, you're saying they're sending cows to poor people out there. Like, of course, like that's just because there's open land and people have just been there, you know? Yeah. So I, I, 
I see what you're saying, but I, I think ultimately, like, yeah, privately owned businesses and, you know, individuals will be able to do things faster, as in come up with a good solution faster, whereas a government is just such a huge monolithic thing that it can't just, like, it, it's slow. Um, yeah. So, yes, the, but there would be no... Um, there's just no profit seeking when the government does it and profit seeking introduces all kinds of problems especially when you're trying to help the poor because you changes know, with, your incentives right away right with with uh with china's like labor standards which which are better than other uh east asian countries but still not great um if someone was trying to like you know like move in on a rural area and like employ the the poor farmers there uh that would that could easily resemble something like slavery resemble not be exactly um, and i i completely th can understand what you mean by that yeah th there's no there's no situation where a privately owned thing or a person would just give poor people cows with no strings attached that's just not possible um, no, no, no. What you're right. It would not be no strings attached. It would be, um, I do this for you and you're going to provide this later on. So yeah, it's compelling people to do something. But the thing is, if those people had no opportunity and the opportunity you're bringing to them is voluntary, I have no problem with that. Like if they're like, Hey, we've been out in the middle of nowhere. And someone's like, Hey, I, I just kind of wanted to like build a Walmart and I have infrastructure in other States so I can like bring a Walmart to you. Like, and it'll make your like, you're living way better because you live in a food desert right now. And like the best thing you have is like a convenience store that sells ramen and they like not other non-perishables. So you don't even have like access to vegetables because you live in like a shitty forgotten place. I, I think there's more opportunity when people are like, hey, if I go over there, I can make a buck and, uh, you know, generally bring prosperity to the rest of these people. It's um, sure I'm going to benefit, but like that's the incentive for me to go do it and do it faster. I would actually say that that's the exact problem is that these people have no opportunity and that you're providing them their only opportunity because they really have no choice but to take it. And then they have no um, leverage. They have no, like, you can basically treat them however they want because sure, you can, you can stop working for me, but then you can go back to grinding poverty. But so couldn't they take their profits and move elsewhere though? in a society that truly let them like, that's the, that's the thing is the voluntary mat, like the voluntary, option of it makes it the possibility to move like we're not we're not chilling in a time we're in the 1800s like you don't need a horse and wagon to get the fuck out of somewhere like you can get a plane ticket for probably like a week's pay and you can go start over somewhere new it's going to be tough but it's definitely nowhere near the level of slavery it's it's some people are just not paid enough especially if they have if they've been cornered by one private business they're often just paid just enough to like increase their quality of life by a little bit but not enough to leave yeah, often you can easily see that happening. It, it does, but it it more so seems like those things go on in states that have higher regulations, where they're pulling more off the top and telling people to support the people around them. Like in Massachusetts right now, like oh my god, like, it, like all, all my boomer Democrats, like they're freaking out about the prices of everything going up here already. And I'm like, y'all fucking wanted this to happen. Like y you guys kind of 
pushed for this, like you push for the massive spending and stuff, and it's leading to inflation. But then you go oh, yeah. and look at places like I'm saying here, almost everybody lives with their parents till they're like fucking thirty. They're mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just backwards up here. And then you go, I talk to every like almost every single one of the people I talk to in other states and stuff. By the time they're twenty five, they're fucking married with kids in a house. Like in like Texas and shit. And it just seems a lot more closer to like what's fulfilling for people. Like sure, there's a safety net here, but it doesn't feel like we ever get into like really doing anything. It feels like we're always just kind of dragging along and making sure the lowest common denominator is safe while they're actually actively seeking prosperity in other places. And there are still just about as many homeless in both places. Like, you know, like it's it's not like either one actually provided a pure solution. It kind of creates more people that are life like you're saying like the the businesses offer just enough for you to get by. I think the worst fucking thing government does is they often make it just enough so you can get by by subsidizing other businesses. Like you know how like um like over there I I don't see how this is a big issue. Um, Amazon had most of its workers like claiming um benefits on top of that yeah. because they couldn't afford to live. Like, yeah, that's a company getting away with bullshit that shouldn't be allowed in a capitalist system. If you, you would have to be paying your workers a living wage to operate in that area, you know? Like, if you weren't, like, they'd literally be starving. You wouldn't have workers. They'd move on because there's always somebody willing to offer you a better wage, and it's hard to get there. But when Jeff Bezos is, like, one state away saying, hey, it's way easier for me to pay you in Texas. Come to Texas. I can pay you the same wage and the cost of living so much lower. You'll be fine. And you know what? I'm willing to fund your fucking bus ride here. I'll give you that as a voucher if you sign up on jeffbezos.com. Like, it seems like there's more options presented when there's an incentive to get people there. Government seems more like the one that gives you just enough to get by, in my opinion. Um, right. So, I, I, uh, obviously, when, when it comes to Massachusetts and stuff, I, I don't think the, the Democrats, as much as they say they are and might even think they are, I don't think they're trying to actually solve problems. I think they're just making things Correct. worse. Um but uh, don't don't you think that uh, unemployment is like inherent to capitalism? Do you think that just with a like a pure capitalist system that there would be no unemployment? Um. Oh, a purely capitalist system. Yeah, like your no. ideal. No, I don't think there'd be. Um, I don't think there'd be unemployment in a purely purely capitalist system. No, it would. Um, it would just be there be a lot more incentives for you to have the option to move on to somewhere else. And there, there'd be plenty of charity. Like there'd be sociable, like social charities knowing the safety net isn't there. And we did have a lot more charity. You see when this country was more capitalist, we had more charity. And now, like you're saying with better time than ever for socialism, better time with all the GoFundMes and all that for charity to exist and people to actually pick out people who need it. I think that people do get taken care of. Like you'll see somebody just like, I need a better wheelchair and they'll get fucking all of a sudden like 50 grand and then they got a new wheelchair and I don't know, new sneakers. Like it's fucking, it's nice. People do give a shit about other people and half the time those are fucking scams, but that's not the point. Um, fucking yeah, I, I think people would have incentives to move around and make things happen more if there was less regulation to allow it to happen. And, um, lost my point again. Your question was, so, so if there's no unemployment, let's say you have a new business idea, yes. you're a startup. How do you find, how do you get employees? Uh, um, you make a decent enough offer to these people. Like you would obviously need to take out a loan where you'd be able to pay these people for enough time, but you have a business loan and you get these new employees just by hiring them and trying to hire proper people. And that's the, like, uh, let me bring up a fun show, Kitchen Nightmares, right? 
Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, like the issue with the fucking staff is that they hired their family and everyone just hates each other. It's like nine times out of ten they just hired their kids and it didn't work out because they forced it on them. Like they're not actually like there's there's horrible business owners. But do I think we should ever like bail those people out for making that stupid decision, imposing it on their kids and failing their family? No, I don't. But I think afterwards, like Jeff Bezos should be able to offer them like a shitty wage to come and just realize that they weren't supposed to be an entrepreneur and fuck that up horribly. Like the option should be there for you to go attempt, but the fail, but you should, there shouldn't be a safety net for your failure to be passed on to everyone else. You know, like it, it, it kind of, yeah. So, but, but if like, so, so if the only way to get employees, let's say, you know, everyone in the area is hired by Amazon or some large company and let's mm -hmm. say, you know, they get paid well because you know, they have other opportunities and stuff like that. So if you're starting a new business, like you wouldn't you have to offer them like better wages and benefits than they get by whatever huge company they're working at wouldn't that be yes make it much 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 harder to start a business but a benefit in itself could just be a healthier work environment than a large corporation because amazon's moving in a direction where they watch every fucking move you do they literally have pinkertons like breaking up unions and shit in there like they they are doing great yeah, but they wouldn't be able to do that because people would just leave and go to another business wouldn't they that's that's kind of the point is that people could it'd right. be a lot more opportunity for you to get up and walk away but um yeah, no, I would think that's the thing is I would you would have to as a business offer something that is beneficial to people because I think there is enough competition that you can just be like, hey, I'm sorry, come to Google. We have slides at work. We have fucking breakfast cereal bar. Like it's fun here. You want to come work here? It's a fun place. Like I feel like companies themselves under capitalist societies have moved in towards making them appealing to like high wage workers. And yeah, at the end of the day, I'm sorry. But like if you have zero fucking skills, you might end up working at a fucking like you know, a widget fucking creation center, like a fucking two pieces of metal, like slide by you and you click them together because you're cheaper than a robot. But that's the skills you had. Like you only have the level of skills to offer to be as cheap as a robot. And it sounds terrible, but like you're still offering that pe person a living wage somewhat. I guess the argument would be that you aren't offering them a living wage in this, but I would think that people with as much opportunity as they have, there's some guy who can find the lowest common denominator with automation widget maker and make him somewhat successful for his business. And I think with all the leftover people, there's plenty of opportunity with charity with as much prosperity as we'd be creating. I, I have a lot of questions on it, but it's, it's, uh, it's hard. Cause I view the world completely different than you. So it's like, right. right yeah, exactly. There, there's, it would be a, huge barrier to overcome to fully understand for me for me at least and um, i feel i feel though the right doesn't or economically right doesn't have as hard a, maybe not economically right i'd say the, i'd say no probably more the culturally right i don't know i'd say the right t tends to hear your opinions more than you get to hear the right-wing opinions like i have no option but to be exposed toward left-wing thought it's everywhere i mean i do i do seek out right-wing views and try to understand them but for the most part yeah right, right but they're like suppressed they're saying like there's no like there's yeah. no like official one you can go oh this is the good one this is what most people watch like i can go check out fucking like some deep cut like fucking lefty journalist or something i can check out some lefty youtube streamer and check mm -hmm. out you know the mainstream version of cnn but fox Fox is like a cartoonish version of what like right wingers think. Like right, they're like right. the base, like lowest common denominator. And I get to know that's like what CNN is on the opposite side. Probably like, you know, what's funny. Actually, CNN seems more towards the center, but like MSNBC while like claiming themselves as far left seems more consistent and makes sense to me. Like CNN just seems like a garbage in between neoliberal, like just stupid idiot place. I, I don't know. It seems like the worst. I wouldn't say there's any left wing uh, people that watch channel. CNN. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You don't think MSNBC kind of falls that way a little? I think they do their best. I don't know. It, it, it really, it depends on how you see liberals. Do you, do you see liberals as, you know, on the left, like moderately left-wing? No, 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 no. I see them, them, them in the traditional centrist space. space, yeah. With this country being slightly leaning more towards right, liberals appear left. Yeah, I, I get that. Okay, so MSNBC is is a liberal. You think they're liberal? I don't. I think they. I think they're somewhere closer to left than liberal. But I don't know. That's just my view. I I mean, I haven't watched it that much, so you might know better than me. But I try. I try. I actually the majority of what I watch, like fucking Corey made a joke like a couple years ago. We were at like a fucking going to visit um a very very id poll progressive buddy of ours. Um, yeah, we're the worst type of progressive. Anyway, um, yeah. So we uh, I was I was hanging out with this guy and um. I don't know, he was just brought up as a joke. Like He's like, oh, we know you watch that right-wing propaganda. But as I was thinking about it, I'm like, to be honest, I listen to like a couple libertarian podcasts and then I spend most of my time listening to um, like Vosh ContraPoints, fucking mm-hmm. um, Destiny, who's liberal, obviously, not like far, but like people who are more left than myself. I often watch content that's disagreeing with me and mm-hmm. I find myself slowly more agreeing with certain points of theirs, but reaffirming like my core points of why I disagree with them. Like, I think it's a more healthy engagement yeah. than watching somebody no. who's just fucking says what I think. I and actually Caleb just guy, had an argument Sorry. with someone on Twitter today. Um, so, uh, you know, you know, Caleb Moppin. Did you um, argue with him? That's what I was saying. I was just, I watch him too. No, I, I, I do argue with him sometimes, but he doesn't respond. So, but anyways, <laughs> he was, he was being called a Nazbol, which you're yes. familiar with. Uh, because, that's how so, I found the term actually is through him. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's his uh, usual go to uh, insult, takedown attempt. Um, so this I was arguing with this guy about it and, and he was saying, well, C- Caleb, you know, Caleb has like people with re- regressive views on his channel and he like he just lets them speak and like amplifies their viewpoint. And I'm like, to like if you're if you're left winger and your viewpoint is so fragile that you that you can't like take any opposing viewpoints like you're not a very resilient or strong movement you're not going to get anywhere if you live in an echo chamber seriously fuck white fragility let's talk about leftist fragility (laughs) i can't take it no for sure there it's the most it's like like if you have a blind spot you want to like look at it sometimes not just completely close your eyes not even look at it train it and make it more focused make it not a blind spot make it a fucking maybe a, a weak spot in your vision but so, like fix it fix it if you can i know you can't do that with a regular blind spot but you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah get grow, grow another eye on the uh, yeah just focus neck. enough and grow a third eye that's what i'm saying god damn it no but seriously you should be trying to train that muscle it's weak in you obviously you know not in you you know what i'm saying I, and I understand not everyone is like that. Not everyone can like uh, process the, the the dissonance of like multiple opposing views and like have the critical thinking to like work it out. Um, some people, uh, and, and this isn't a bad thing. It's not like they're not stupid, but some people just kind of like pick a team and like you know zealously support that Seriously. team. And, that's fine. Nothing, nothing you can do about it. That's just how, how some people are. But yeah, they play politics like, like sports. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. And the worst thing is these, the, the thing people are most mad about uh, Caleb about. So Ca- Caleb is like a pretty orthodox communist. He's like a 20th century Marxist Leninist, basically by the book. 
So he he had this um this other like even more prominent communist than he was the the leader of the um, Communist Party of Great Britain or uh, CPGB ML so Communist Party of Great Britain Marxist Leninist and they what, had what does your like political power... party sound like fucking sexual orientations come on <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much is um, so so th- they had like an hour long interview and for about five minutes of the interview uh, this woman Jody Brar leader of the party um, talked about her her views about um trans people and basically she she doesn't think they're really women she doesn't you know she doesn't think that if that's not a slur but (laughs) she wouldn't call herself a turf but basically what's called turf views i mean that obviously is a slur but at the same time i understand what you're saying just to just to be it it helps us box it helps us for discussion points to just say what a turf is i have no problem with the word turf i i I, it's fine they don't seem um, great so I i don't care i'll use slurs against them anyway sorry go ahead it's, I wouldn't call it a slur, but yeah. So Caleb, like, you know, just like the whole interview was was talking to her, you know, someone who's who's done a lot for the communist movement, someone who's pretty prominent and important, talking to her and, you know, not arguing th- with her, just, you know, like having an interview with her. And so people have flipped out on him for like not like not like shutting her down when she said that stuff and that's one of the main sources of him being a uh like so-called nazbol and it's like i've never seen like well i have but it's hard to find a more clear example of the left eating itself alive and with like this extreme puritan censorship no that uh, it is seems like one of the worst things that's going on in the left today and that I don't know where the fuck that came from. Like, where where's the fucking sixties left that didn't try to shut free speech down? That wanted free speech. Co-intel they wanted pro. To, what? Cointel Pro. Uh, when you say it's a psyop, I don't know that. <laughs> um. So if you the Cointel Pro documents, uh, at least you know from decades ago, have been released, and you know they did have uh, like a general guideline on what to do as an agent inside a left-wing organization and basically what you do is you you yeah, start it was three as words. many arguments fag it up fag it up just yeah. get in there and fag it up well, <laughs> no, <just laughs> that, would, that would be funny if that was actually <laughs> it, what said three what, big words on the paper said fag it up <laughs> it's it's basically what what you do as an agent is call people out on every minor issue that you can cause splits divisions by just like raising huge issues as much as possible and make sure use that to make sure nothing gets done. So exactly what's going on on the libertarian side. It feels like that. We make that joke all the time. We're like, who's the new FBI agent? And usually her fucking profile picture is smoking. I'm I'm sure because the libertarian party is usually the third biggest party, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that they're actually fucking accomplished something minuscule. I would... I would not be surprised if uh, agents had their their hand in it. Oh, as they well. fucking do. They fucking do, dude. Like people mm-hmm. get pissed with that shit. Like it feels like our candidate gets swept from, away from us at the last second. It's just like, hey, like an actual pri- principled libertarian leading the polls, and then like all of a sudden, like Iowa comes up, and they're like, yeah, no, everything switched. Well, every poll before this was weird. It's just this other person who's like, like Joe Jorgensen, like talked more about Black Lives Matter than like almost anything else. It felt like, and it was. 
yeah. don't know if it was a hyper focus, but it just didn't seem like it resonated with the party and almost no one voted for her. Like they're like, no, we're not for like, like basically like in the Ron Paul sense of the uh, idea, like they're like, uh, we're not for any collectives. So sure we're against racism, but not an anti-racist collective. So no. Mm -hmm. And she's just. She, the thing is, she also didn't pander to it too hard. To be fair, she fucking, she just, she kind of tried to reach out to something that was a hot topic and she, it was a complete whiff. It, like, she fucked up. But, um, I, I don't know, man. It, it does seem like it's, cause I hadn't heard, basically, I had never heard of her and then all of a sudden she was our candidate. Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I never heard of her either. And that's the thing is, I, of course, it's a libertarian. But I'm saying for a libertarian to not have heard of her, big, Big oof! Hmm. Like what happened? I I uh I, I don't know. I, Was she, she charismatic? I will say in the final libertarian debate that I watched, I think she won. That's it. I'll say that. I think she made the best arguments, and then she went oh, on shit. to the make libertarians shit arguments had debates? after that. Oh yeah, no, they're done <laughs> over like Skype, and it, we have a better audio quality right now in this discussion with you on like just a complete Jerry rig set than they did. So there's that. <laughs> like it's pretty embarrassing. Um, when they do live cast, they have like three people watching. It's wow. yeah. Green party is the same with that. I know. Isn't it like that? Howie Hawkins guy. He, see, he seems like a guy. <laughs> He's cool. I like him. I like his mustache. I don't know. I like Jill Stein more. Yeah. She seemed all right. I don't know. I only heard like two things from her and I was like, those both seem reasonable. And then also yeah. like some extra shit. You know what I really liked actually, this is totally off topic, but you remember Marianne Williamson, w Williamson? Yeah, I, I, like I, I had such a like swing in opinion of her because it started, oh, this is this bitch is crazy. Yeah. But and then, then later on, I'm like, well, she's crazy. Yeah, no, but then like after like 40 minutes, you're like, I want to be crazy like you. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's fun. I, I like her. She just, she talks in like, it's very esoteric, but like neat. Like, I don't know. She's, she's spiritual, but not religious. She'd make a great Nazi if she tried. That's what I'm trying she's to say. She's not like the other girls. <laughs> oh shit no but that was I, yeah I did uh, she has a following too like what is she is she like like at furnace like her portrayal was like she was like some Gwyneth Paltrow just like selling like butt gel or something <laughs> like, uh, but then, I, would, yeah. I would say she's about aligned with Bernie Sanders yeah yeah Pretty oh much. dude and I really like the um she was going up against uh, Nancy Pelosi she was going for that other guy the dude with the guy with the beard or whatever and the man bun I forget what his name was. Vosh. I don't know. Yeah, it was Vosh. Vosh was running against <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh, shit. So you're not a big fan of Vosh, huh? Uh, no, I don't like him. So he's like he, more of an ANCOM, though. Like that kind of, like, is that your disagreement with like his solutions of getting, or he's not an ANCOM, specifically anarcho-syndicalist. So like bottom boys, not as left as you, though. So, so those uh, COINTELPRO patterns that I've seen uh, that that I was talking about, like I see them very clearly in, in how he is. Um, yeah, you were saying something like that, but you don't think? Do you think Destiny is, or do you feel Destiny's getting tricked by a guy like this? Because Destiny comes off as pretty sincere. He's just been on camera too much for me to like yeah. really think this is a grift. After ten years, he had to slip up somewhere. Uh, I mean, De Destiny, yeah, right. Uh, just from my personal view of him, like I. I don't see any like intentional sabotaging of him. He's just an ideologue. He's pretty status um, quo, to be honest. I mean, he's 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 a self-described oh, yeah. neoliberal. So I mean, yeah, it doesn't really seem like they'd want to take him down. But I'm saying he's someone who has like a somewhat. Then again, Vosh did just try to completely destroy him. Like 
how long ago? I don't know. But then that also just screams Vosh isn't status quo. And like, I guess maybe that gets some big boy points for like whatever movement he's doing. But no, I don't know. He comes off as sincere to me. Just I, it more comes off as he's so close to your point that I could see how it would undermine your point and you'd be nervous about him. But he comes off as sincere to me. And, oh, Vosh, yeah. you're saying? I'm saying he's closer to your point in America than you'd find in other countries. Like you both have some far left views, right? Um, yeah. And uh, I think yeah, the major disagreement is like how high up the authoritarian scale you guys are. You say you fall about the middle. He falls at the bottom. Um, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a, like a good descriptor. Cause you think that's also the compass is too simplified to like really. Right. And no saying. one, no one wants to be high on the authoritarian scale. Like no one is like, Oh yeah, we should have more authoritarianism. Do a better job, bro. I'm almost at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know. I, 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 Vosh just annoys me, and honestly, that's probably most of it. I just don't really. Yeah, he'd like be a little him. bitch sometimes. I'll admit that. I, I like I watch him every night or some nights. I'm actually I'm getting a little disillusioned with it. I moved back onto Destiny. I eventually like got his. I actually really like his. Um, well, he just sucks up to her. But uh, do you know Contra Points? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's fantastic. I like her. What? How do you, what all right, I don't want to leave Vosh. Finish Vosh. I, I don't have much to say about Vosh because I avoid him because he's annoying. Contra Points any better? Uh, ContraPoints is fine. <laughs> you said that there's with really, such hesitation. ContraPoints is fine. <laughs> there, there's nothing, like, she, she just kind of... Uh, it's social commentary. It's not dangerous. She's not really pushing for much. It's just like a, a pretty nuanced view of a lot of subjects from the left's perspective, right? Which sounds um, weird to call it nuanced and left, but... I, to me, it's just, she's just kind of very milk toast. There, there's nothing like new or or really like radical in what she says okay. which is fine because not everyone has to do that um and i, I like how she kind of reaches across the aisle to to people who that's why i see not. her as important i feel like she's speaking yeah. to me when she's talking about these things like it feels like i'm someone who's not convinced and she, she seems to be making mm -hmm. a bigger effort and that's why i'm impressed with her and it has it's changed my views i think it's a better standpoint like when you just come hardcore like from the fucking like when you come hardcore, like opposite opinion, like, you know, obviously like you see me more against the authoritarian scale and like fucking on Twitter a while ago, I fucking posted that thing where I was showing like, you know, basically like a horseshoe centrist goofy like scale of uh, freedom. And it was like, yeah, like uh, Nazis and communism, same side. But yeah, I'm more against, I was trying to make the argument of the authoritarian control. And your attack with it is like, I don't agree with this at all. This is stupid and blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, but you didn't convince me of much by saying that, you know? Like, you just like, I, I'm like, yeah, well, I, I could see you disagreeing with it. I think I know why you disagree with it, but I don't necessarily have my mind changed at the end of it, you know? Contra seems to reach out and change my mind. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. She, she's good at that. Um, I just wish she would, like, just take it a little bit further, like. Just use the word Nazbol more. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Suck off cable, Caleb every once in a while just so he feels better. He can get up there, get stronger. <laughs> Caleb has the opposite problem in that he tries to reach across the aisle, but he's just such a dweeb that like he really is, bro. I'm sorry, I have a hard time listening to him sometimes. He's just like right. he makes great points. He could speak clearly, but he's like, and that's why we just mm. probably gotta do it. I'm saying, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you, dog? He's he's like a he's like a 90 year old man somehow in like a 35 year old man's body. It, I I've never seen someone that. Do you, do you remember in that debate with Vosh he had and uh I don't th no I haven't seen one uh the one with Vosh I watched the one with Destiny um I'm going to be watching that tonight now Oh he had one with Vosh that that one's 
it's isn't that what I showed you? I think I, that was the first thing I showed you of him. But maybe uh, not, no, but. you sent me um, him discussing something with some lady who I believe was was that the woman you were talking about earlier today? Yes. In this? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I think that's what you sent me, and then you sent me one other thing. And I looked into a few other things. I was watching him. I will be honest, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out that night. I was doing a lot of sick kick oh, clips yeah. while I was listening, but I was paying mostly attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, he, he just, he has he has no, he seems to have like zero social aptitude. None. He's he's just a good source because he, he, re, he seems to read a lot of books and know a lot of shit. And explain it very concisely. He does. But he's good at explaining it, himself, if, just not so in an if, interesting way. Sorry. <laughs> if there was like some way that um, he could like work with ca- contrapoints to like like where it would be his like ideology, which I agree with almost exactly, despite him being such a huge dweeb. But contrapoints presenting it and editing it and stuff like that, I think that would that would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's. She makes just such engaging content. Like, it's like a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. At least the beginnings and stuff. Once she starts getting talking, obviously, like, it's a little slower. But um, pacing, editing, and stuff, she just does an amazing job of keeping someone's attention so you can actually absorb the information. Like, that's it. Yeah, you need, like, a more charismatic Caleb to, like, really make these ideas um, more palatable for me. Because right now, I'm like, first off, I disagree with you. And second off, I just disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. But uh, fucking um, want to go back? Uh, <laughs> anything going on at the Capitol? Any updates? See any of the breaking? Oh shit! I I've been like, for the last like ten minutes, I've been constantly clicking refresh on my browser over and over, and not actually looking at anything. So let's see. Yeah. Oh, Mike break. Pence unfollow unfollow Donald Trump. Yo on Twitter. Yep. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> That your sound is, like, cutting out for me. I'm sorry, dude. That is the... <laughs> such a 2021 fucking the vice president. Unfollowed the president. I'm out. <laughs> I needed that. I needed that update. Oh, God. That's just... I'm sorry. That's the most... That's, that's our political... That is it. That is just... All of our yeah, politics just summarized... In one fucking mo- one action, unfollowed. <laughs> Seriously though, that's the type of division I'm talking about in the party. That literally is the representation of it. There goes the reasonable right, or you know, the image based right, or something. And then the fucking the uh, the rowdy, fu- like the, the the stuffy fucking religious. We got to make ourselves look good and continue this party to exist, or else Roe v. Wade's gonna like I don't know, like literally, like they're gonna abort our wallets or something. I don't know what the fuck they're worried about, but um. Yeah, no, like that's that's them abandoning ship right there, just summarized. <laughs> Mike Pence unfollows Donald Trump. Donald Trump screaming, "It's fried! It's out! It's out fried!" This there was five thousand dead people. <laughs> oh my fucking god, the collapse of a nation! So glad to be part of it. Aren't you having a good time over there on your on your? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Because yeah. like as like extremists, we uh. We get to just benefit from anything happening in this country. We'll yeah. never get our way. So, like, we just get to sit here and say, fuck you. Basically, yeah. Any any damage done to the status quo is is great. 
Yep, that's where I'm or at. Or not great, but better than nothing. Better than nothing. Fuck it. Tear it down. Like, I mean, that was somewhat of my Donald Trump vote. And then I thought weirdly, it, or I didn't really vote for him. Because I, I was in a different pool. I thought voting was stupid back then. And I still think it's stupid, but I think it's, uh, it makes more sense. Excuse me. When you're in a third party. Like it, so, uh, for the reasons people say it's usually stupid, I think it's like the opposite now. I'm saying I think voting in a third party, trying to show that it's a growing movement and that that idea matters is more worth it than just like my state should be this color this time. One of the two options. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I always vote third party. Um, so the, it looks like the, the whatever building Congress is, is completely occupied. The government has fled the building. Good bunch of pussies. And, it's full uh, yeah it's full of people this is gonna like fuck over america's public image if they they, they just have their I fucking know. government seriously over. if we were in america right now america would be invading us this is insane this is similar to what happened in the ussr where like like there was like a huge like revolt and the government just didn't do anything you want to whip that odessa and, shit with me and then it ended you want to fucking What's like? That? You want to whip that Operation Odessa shit with me, dude? We're gonna fucking this, if this place is collapsing, bro. Let's get some mob ties, get a helicopter, dude. Start running guns, bro. Let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'll run menthols. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. No, Massachusetts ban. That's needed. <laughs> oh shit. But um. Wait. Did yeah. Massachusetts ban menthols? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. There's tons of people running them right now in and out of the state. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, that's what's that's what all this is about. They're actually right now, like they keep trying to make it about Trump. It's about menthols in Massachusetts. That's what people are flipping out about. <laughs> Zoom out of everyone's actually, pockets. You'll see a packet of Newports. <laughs> that is, that's racist. I know. I've been Straight trying up. to say that. <laughs> Holy shit! That's like. <laughs> Massachusetts is so fucking Yeah, we're ridiculous. like backwards Didn't racist. And then they blame it on kids. Like, yeah, they blame it on the kids. That's it. They blame that that that's their argument. That is Charlie Baker's fucking argument. Fucking Charlie Baker. Fucking uh Yeah, he says like the kids want menthol or some shit. Do you remember like the menthol candies we had? I mean you seem like more yeah. of a menthol fan than I was back in the day, but mm. not um uh, not a common thing amongst children. <laughs> God damn. I'm I'm outraged. I, I'm th this got me worked up more than the <laughs> they're fucking invading the White House and Jared is peeved because the menthols. I love it. That's crazy. Oh, uh, I know, dude. It's so racist. It definitely is racist. Like that's all that is. Like that's not a fucking flavor of candy. That's just fucking pure racism. Yeah, it's we know who loves Newports. Be clear. We besides know who loves everyone. Newports besides everyone. <laughs> everyone loves Newports. However. Some of us more than others. Keep it in mind. I like I like cools a lot more than Newports. Newports kind of taste like just. <laughs> I was gonna say they kind of taste unhealthy. <laughs> now they wait wait Newports or which ones taste unhealthy? Cools. Newports. Newports. They taste unhealthy. I was never. A New <laughs> yeah. I've ne I don't think I've ever had a Newport. I. Um, oh really? No. I. Yeah, it kind of um, tastes like gross gross chemicals. When I smoked, I think I was. I think it was Mar Blacks and um, 
I think maybe Marb Menthol Smooths. I, I bummed cigarettes the entire time. For a year, I bummed cigarettes. Wow. I would buy them for like a dollar. So it was kind of whatever was around. And I only smoked for like a year and a half. And then, um, yeah, so I and I was never 18, so I didn't have a pack. It was just whatever was around. And then after that, I was just like, I just told Corey one day, I was like, yeah, I don't know why I'm smoking. I'm going to just not do this one. Like, And then I never had another one. But I do still occasionally smoke cigars. I just don't consider it cheating because it's just not a habit I can develop. Like, yeah, yeah. How do you how do you just actively engage in cigars twenty four seven? Like, what kind of guy is that? Right. But I do vape. I, I I tried to get somebody to quit afterwards, and I started vaping. And um, I just don't feel as bad about it because there's no research on it. So, which is probably not the right mindset, but the research that is there shows it's much safer and uh, safer. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I I smoked a, like a pack and a half at at most for for a while, and then switched to vaping, but. I don't know. You should try an American spirit. Yeah, no, everyone says that's the good shit. Yeah. Yeah. I bought many a pack of that. It costs twice as much, so I believe them. Like, that sounds like some good <laughs> How shit. much does it cost? In, did, have they increased cigarette price again in Massachusetts? Because it's already it's like over 11 bucks. a pack. Yeah, it's like 11 bucks. It's um some brands, I think it's almost 12. It's like 11 bucks American and some change. Depending on where 40. you go, they're like 10-ish. So it's like 10 to 12, would say. In American spirits, a what? I said American spirits are probably 40 because they're always a lot more. Yeah, probably. They're like, yeah, those are probably like a $13 pack of cigarettes right now. That's insane. But yeah. I don't blame them. It sounds like it's way better tobacco. Like it's, it's like, it's like, hey, what if you smoke tobacco instead of tobacco soaked in rat shit? And they're like, wow, that's revolutionary. Like there probably well, was like a healthy level of tobacco. They fucking like that. I hate that kind of shit, man. I hate that shit that goes in. Like they try to make a product more addictive and just disgusting. Like why the fuck isn't tobacco good enough? A pure, nice tobacco product. Like seriously, you could say the same thing about weed. Yeah, well, yeah. Why? What do you think? You think? What do you think? The swag was more pure. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with things getting stronger, but weed has certainly gotten a lot stronger and there's, you know, stuff like dabs and stuff that are just insane. Yeah, but they're not, they're not fucking like addictive putting shit into it. Like, all right, with the black market on dabs, that's an issue with like the actual store brought medically like certified fucking weed. It's, uh, not super safe right now. Like that shit's like just, no, yeah. just, right. just gotten better. Like I wouldn't have a problem with like super strong fucking nicotine. Like imagine like a little like stubby, like it's like, like, you know, you take two drags of that shit and you just nicked out to high hell. Like, yeah, like I wouldn't can, be, can, be you, can you not buy dabs at the vape store in Massachusetts? You can. You I can. mean at the weed store. Oh, you can. Yeah, you can. I still, it's, it's fucking, unless you have a medical card, it's still like the black market's completely open over here without a medical, like a medical card, basically, uh, makes it, it so you can get the best stuff at street price. But if you're an average dude, like you're going to be willing to risk street price right now with it being half the price you pay just to get like the same quality. Like you can get twice as much weed on the street. That's supposedly the same quality. And basically you're just hoping your dealer didn't, you know, douse it in par uh, like, you know, it's basically what weed used to be, you know, like it's, it's not that scary mm -hmm. considering that weed's been around forever. Like there probably is more pesticides on it and shit. But your body can take a lot more pesticides than you think. It's a, it's a mental focus thing. You can you can take a lot of pesticides if you put your mind to it. The problem is I'm a pest, so they actually kill me. <laughs> I know. We can't get rid of you, though. I think you're building an immunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man. It's crazy times right now. I, I don't fucking know how we're going to solve any of this. I don't I don't know what, this, what solutions this is going to bring, having people 
rush a place like that, but we're gonna we're gonna see some crazy stuff going tonight. Like we're we're living in one of the most interesting times in history. I think we can all admit yeah, to that. Very volatile. Yeah, it's like really, it's the collapse of a nation. Like there, it's no, or at least the restructuring of a nation. And even at that point, if it's restructured, it collapsed. Like it's gonna be totally different. If that it looks happens. like you're sending in the national guard. Nice, go get them. <laughs> Now, I'm not really cheering on fucking people like getting quashed of what they believe in. But at the same time, like this just seems like a misappropriation. Like, I, I haven't seen any evidence. I haven't seen any evidence that what you're doing is worthwhile other than it seems like a tantrum because we're a divided nation. It seems like I think it, an issue. I don't know. I think a tantrum is worthwhile on its own. Jesus, man. I can't believe the MAGA guy is going to be cheering you on at the end of this conversation. They'll be like, yeah, Jared's the right one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! I don't know. I I I just I I get it. Like I'm for anything that's going to end the duopoly, anything that's going to end the status quo in this country. But it just like it. I feel like it makes my side look stupid. You know, like to the average viewer, like this isn't a worth. This isn't a worthwhile thing. It's based on probably nothing. It's based on one man's ego that a lot of people are wrapped up into. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not sure what the average person would think. I, I think. I know Probably what my mother thinks. Majority. She's pretty average. But, but but I think a lot of people just feel like they, they don't have any control over their own country's political situation and just want to see people do something. They're probably right for that. And I mean, I, I, I agree. I'd like to see people do something. I'm not... All right, I'm not shitting on this. This this benefits me in so many ways. I am cheering this on. This is great that this is happening. I just think optics-wise, these people look dumber than they realize. Like, to the average person in this country, you're hurting your own movement. You look silly. Did you see the guy dressed as a, uh, like, Roman Empire? Yes, I did live. I love it. <laughs> I love it. What is he doing? Dude's just screaming, Deus Volt. He's fucking climbing walls. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, man. See that 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 definitely looks stupid, but you, you gotta respect it. No, seriously, like we're uh, they're all out there larping. They're all out there larping. Oh, he yeah. brought a costume. Like that's that's good job, good job. That's all I can say. Fucking, I don't know. Like if there's a if there's right, any like, the green men, what? They were on the same page, I think. Yeah, on the same page of like how this is a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's and I'm thing. sure I'm sure, uh, you know, uh, two seconds after we we end this, there'll be, uh, you know, 42 children that got killed by some dude or something like that. And we're going to have to release it afterwards. And <laughs> yeah. And we're going to look like horrible people. But no, I think we're cheering on people protesting the government. Good thing. Go out there. Make the change you want. However, right wingers, just check if you're not listening to conspiracy theory right now. Just come on. And, you know, but. Who gives a fuck? Make the government feel scared. That's what's important, right? It's the only way you're going to exert any control over them. Yeah. Nancy ain't, Nancy's going to drive right by you in her fucking Escalade caravan, fucking five cars deep. She don't give a shit. She's going to drive right past you homeless. Shake them up. Make them feel inappropriate. I'm not calling for violence. I'm calling for um, just make them a little uncomfortable. Something, something other than violence. Just a little uncomfortable. Just just yell. Yell loudly. Yell loudly in public spaces about things you care about. There you go. That's all I want to support. 
And then when they eventually do the actual legal thing, we'll, uh, I support, uh, you know, doing whatever the fuck you feel. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, if these were like leftists, like when they took over, they would never get to this point. But if they took over the Congress building, instead of just like waiting there, because it just seems like they're just hanging out now, they would just declare a new government. Yeah. Like right away. But like, what right. does that do? Did you get a new government? Like, nah. Just Nothing. Like, that's the thing is they're, like, they're a little bit LARPing in that sense. Like, they think they did that. The right-wingers are like, we're here. What now? I think we got to go get another building. <laughs> but, but, but if yeah, it wouldn't be real. It wouldn't do anything. But that would give it so much more energy and momentum than just standing around. Yeah. Well, you think? You think that would really get people going is just saying that a new government's been declared? Well, worldwide, yeah. it might get people paying attention more. But Exactly. I think we're getting the same result. I, I think they're all out of there by tomorrow, and Joe Biden's president. And, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yep. Things aren't going back to normal. Are they? Joe Are Biden's they? president for three days, then he's going to get replaced. Yeah, by what? Officer? Kamala. Officer Kamala. <laughs> can I give up your fucking, can I give up your Discord name right now? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Kamalia Yes Queen. <laughs> yes! <laughs> go clean! Arrest I them! Lock them up! <laughs> Oh shit! I don't know. Nonsense. I don't know if we're getting any more. I think I think we've discussed most of the general points here. I got to get back, talk about my few China points with you, bring those up, be like, "Hey, yo, they're doing the killing," and you're like, "Hey, yo, they're trying their best." And I get it. I get it. Hey, I did nothing wrong. Hey, he didn't do nothing. Never did nothing. China, yeah, my, good guy. <laughs> my mind's going kind of blank. It's all good, man. I think we I think we covered what we can cover here today, and it was uh, all right. We're living real history. It's it's good to have our thoughts on paper. So uh, we'll wrap this one up. And uh, yeah, anything else you want to finish off on? <laughs> more to Thanks come. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. No, we're gonna we're gonna get you on more, man. I think these are some of the more productive conversations that I have. I have a lot of people that agree with me more often. So, oh, that's good to hear. That's nice. Yeah, but uh, absolutely. Um, all right. Stay safe out there. Have a good night. And uh, hopefully this episode gets out before the country's destroyed. Good night. <laughs>